Startup Stories DSM features conversations with entrepreneurs who share both their victories and failures on their path to success. Startup Stories is produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. More tips and resources are available at dsmpartnership.com slash business resources. I'm your host, Christina Moffitt, Director of Small Business Resources at the Partnership. Tracy Fuller, welcome to Startup Stories. Tell us a little bit about your background and and innovative events and how you got into doing events. Hey, Christine. Thanks so much for having me. Um, Well, my story started in 1987, so that's quite a long time ago. Um, It was my way of recovery from child death. Uh, Our son had passed away, and I really needed a way to get off the couch and uh, get back into into the world, so to speak. So um, I started a company called Happy Occasions. And the reason I called it that was um, we were having a tough time. I mean, it's something you don't ever recover from, basically. But um, if I could concentrate on other people's happy occasions until I could have my own again, then it gave me a reason to get off the couch. So that's actually, a, in short form, why I started the business. Awesome. And tell us a little bit about how you got started. Was it balloons, I believe? It was. Um, actually, I borrowed $150 from my mom. And um, I'm a kitchen table startup. So I uh, started doing balloon deliveries to the teachers for special occasions. And that really wasn't enough to keep me involved. So um, I also added yard signs. I learned how to use all the power tools. My dad taught me um, skill saws and table saws and all that kind of stuff. And I cut out these giant storks. And when somebody had a baby, I'd stick one in their yard with the baby's name and weight on it. Um, and that was kind of like teepeeing in the middle of the night. It was really bad if we'd been given a wrong address and the sign ended up in <laughs> Some, Some single guys. <laughs> uh, we will say I only had that happen once, but he was quite shocked that he was uh, a proud father when he woke up. <laughs> a proud father. <laughs> but um, uh, we'd go out and it'd be minus 50 and we'd drive a stake in the yard trying to be real quiet after dark. And, and so it would be a surprise the next day. Uh, that got old really fast. <laughs> we went into the balloons. Uh, like you said, we did a lot of large sculptures then. If there was a corporate party, we'd create something for that party that was quite large. Like one time it was an 18-foot tall Garfield the cat for the oh embassy gosh. suites oh, wow. opening or a foot 40-foot suspension bridge for an event. Wow. Um, so we had a lot of fun with that, the sculpture part of that. Um, all self-taught? All self-taught, yeah. Um, I did a lot of reading. I did, went to some conventions, and I really learned the business. It all has to do with going back to my art background. And um, my grandmother was wonderful in um, spatial, uh, kind of architectural type of thinking. And I think I got that some of that from her. So I can see some of the stuff, how it goes together. I had to learn how to use the products to make them go together. But so how long have you been in business then? You oh mentioned my. 87, but Innovative Events as a company, how long have you been around? Well, so Happy Occasion started in 87, and in 2004, we changed the name when we went international um, to Innovative Events. It was a little bit larger scope. And um, so all in all, I've been in business for about 32 years. Wow. Yeah, That's it's an amazing, been a long time. It's been a fun story. ride. <laughs> 
So uh, innovative events is a little bit more than balloons. It is. And most people, when they think of like event planners, they think of, of weddings, right? I mean, right. that's kind of where their mind naturally goes to. But that's that's actually not you at all. Tell us a little bit more about your work and what type of events you do. Yeah, we decided to go strictly into the corporate world. Um, we found a need, especially in this market, to be able to create a very large looking and feeling event in a in a mid-sized market. Um, events here aren't going to have the same budgets that they do in New York City. And thankfully, we don't have the same fees that New York City does. And, but we still need to create that bigger than life event for the attendees that are coming. Right. So um, we've created a nice market with the, the the AV, the sound, the food, the decor, it's it's all inclusive. Um, and our goal is to make sure that everything has a nice rhythm to it from the time the attendees arrive to the time they leave. But it's strictly corporate now. So we've had a lot of fun with that. So you mentioned international. Mm -hmm. Where all have you done events? Well, I've I've been fortunate to do some events in um, in Australia at the uh, Sydney Opera House, and um, also design an event for that happened at a castle in Ireland. So yeah, lots of fun. That's great. So I know you have some big name clients. I do. Is there anyone you can share with us? Oh goodness. Sure. Um, Allstate Insurance is a, is a past client. Um, we've done a lot in the healthcare industry, Google, uh, Facebook, um, a company out of um, uh, San Francisco, other event planning companies that are coming into the area, Better Homes and Gardens. Um, yeah. That's pretty amazing, Tracy. You should be pretty proud of yourself for that. (laughs) So you said you do things for an event from start to finish. Mm -hmm. What would one typical day of, I know a lot of your events run days on end, but walk us through what all you're coordinating at an event. At the event itself, um, we might arrive at 6.30, 5.30 in the morning, depending on what time the event starts. Um, We might do registration. Walk the guest in, make sure the music is playing, make sure everything is set for them, rehearsals before the event happens, uh, everything that the, uh, that the attendees experience and everything they feel and everything they smell and every interaction that they have with that company brand. It may not end until midnight. It may be a gala party after a full day of meetings. Uh, one of the things that I think is super fun is to do meetings all day, then change the room around to a gala party. So it's a real surprise when guests walk in for dinner that night. That's fun. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of work, but um, it's always fun to listen to them go, wow, at the end of the, when they walk through the doors. So that's fun. And then Afterwards, we may have to stay and clean up. So it could be a 22-hour day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, How do you know what events to chase? You know, a lot of times entrepreneurs getting going, they're all over the board. But I I have a feeling after 32 years, you're pretty strategic on what events you you pursue. Um, Well, I'm really fortunate that a lot of events come to us. Um, and then I get to pick and choose. I love to do events. So 
yes is usually in the in the um, answer to to an event. Uh, we get to do some really special ones, and those are the ones we really really like to to continue with. Once I get an event, I like to hold on to it. So it's not so much chasing, but it's managing the relationship so that you can continue to do that event over and over again. That's exactly it, is managing that partnership so that it's, you know, you have that relationship. They don't have to look for anywhere else. And after 32 years, I'm sure you have pretty strong relationships out there. (laughs) I have some great clients, yes. (laughs) So, Tracy, what happens to all the stuff that you use for events. Where does it all go when the event's over? Oh, it goes right into my warehouse. <laughs> I Tell have, us a little bit about your warehouse. I have one of the most unusual warehouses. If you walk through, you'll find um, gorillas and lions and statues of all sorts. You'll find little bits and pieces that we've used to um, put together a set, um, all kinds of creative things, uh, scary things. For Halloween, there's all kinds of things in our warehouse. So it's always fun to come to work, and it's always moving around. So if you've come to the warehouse once, you've only seen it once. If you come to the second time, it's going to be entirely different. What is the weirdest thing you've ever purchased for an event? Oh, geez. Probably um, uh, a Razorback Black Gorilla. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> that we had to go to Florida to retrieve. I sent a truck and two people. They drove straight through to Florida. They got the uh, two gorillas and two lions. They put them on the truck and they drove back. I believe they had to sleep with the uh, gorilla <laughs> in the back of the truck. And um, that gorilla lived in my living room for quite some time. He's now in the warehouse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Your pet. <laughs> yeah. After 32 years, life life is always happening in the background while you're running a business, and we're chatting about that briefly. You've had some per- personal life challenges, um, and you're willing to share that have made you a stronger entrepreneur. Well, I think anything that you recover from and you decide that you're going to be a thriver instead of just a survivor or a victim, um, it kind of goes like, you know, it's kind of a bullet in your belt, so to speak, and it makes you stronger. Um, so yeah, I've had some challenges, um, all the way from, we started with child death, divorce. Um, I've dealt with, uh, bipolar disorder with my, uh, with my ex-husband. Uh, it's, those are some big things to ta- tackle while you're trying to raise kids and raise a business. And, uh, I've got an army of people around me that are wonderful and have helped me through so much. My parents have been amazing and my family's been amazing and they really helped me through all of that stuff. Most people think you've made it as a long-standing company. However, there's still challenges, even as you age as a company. What challenges do you face as a long-standing business? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, there's always challenges to a business. I mean, one minute you think everything's on the up and up and you're going to you're thriving and the next minute you're, you're struggling to pay payroll. I mean, it's just how business is. You have to learn to ride those roller coasters. And I have yet to hear of a business that hasn't had those struggles. I don't think we talk about it enough. I don't think we share that sometimes. We want to keep the persona um, beautiful and exciting. And I, most most of us, most small businesses and large businesses too, struggle with uh, where the heck are we going to get the money to pay payroll? So it's all all about the cash. 
Especially you, a lot of your your payments are delayed until the event is complete, correct? So figuring out how to prepay things and collect uh, money thank, is never fun, but we have to do it. Thank goodness for American Express. But um, <laughs> actually, we decided uh, several years ago how we were going to handle that. So we do get a deposit in advance that helps pay for all the expenses. And that really, that made a change, a huge change in our business in uh, being able to cover things. So one of um, kind of the issues I think that businesses have is personnel. And I know that you've had employees and you've had lots of employees and little employees. Talk to us a little bit about your staff and how you do things today. Well, interesting enough, I have no employees. All of my employees or helpers basically are um, are business, other business owners that either starting their own business, or uh, they have multiple businesses that they run, and they come in uh, occasionally. Um, my favorite is Peggy that's been with me for nearly 30 years. Um, she does some other things outside. It's very uh, out, outside of our business, but she's my main my main go-to girl, and uh, we, we're having a lot of fun now. Yeah, so, so you found a good model that works for you, really. I found a good model that works, yeah. It's I'm probably in the sundown of my business, not the the building part of my business. So it's really interesting to see how that changes. And I don't know, the sundown isn't coming for quite a while, <laughs> but it's a different model than when I was in the um in my 30s and 40s. It just is. I'm as an older business owner, you start to think about, hmm, wonder what retirement's going to look like. Right. So well, that's going to lead us into my next question okay. is you actually launched a tech component of your technology component of your business called Event Heroes. What is Event Heroes and what are the facets of this gem that you've created? So I enjoy, I have enjoyed this industry so much, Christina, that when, um, I would get, I, and a lot of them, a lot of young, especially young women, um, wanting to go into the event world. And again, I love it so much that I wanted to figure out a way to help them be better, be better for the, uh, the industry to to create amazing events to help their clients with um, everything that client needs help with and to just to bring the event world up so we started the company event heroes as a, a teaching component and as a way to help them help planners that are already planning and new planners create theme parties that help them save time uh, and energy so that they have more time and energy to do other things like like find new clients or work with their attendees things like that it's it's a pretty amazing component it's it's like you've saved every event you've done which i know <laughs> you've saved a lot of the information and created kind of this rolodex for them it's it's yeah. a wonderful wonderful um product that you're working on. Talk to us a little bit about how you're targeting the audience. You said, you know, a lot of people come to you. How are you, how are you building event heroes right now? Event heroes is mostly built online with Facebook, um, Instagram, things like that. Uh, there's a website that you can go through. That's a portal to the learning. Um, we do some online learning, uh, situations. And then my favorite is the theme parties. I'm going to go back to that again is just, just they can go on and purchase a theme party and I've given them all the resources. It'll save them 60 hours of work, which is a lot. Yeah. So finding resources like that 
for for um, event planners and for new planners, just to help them build their business. I want to see the industry really grow and really be awesome. It's already awesome. I just want it to continue. So it leads me to my next question. What's what's next for innovative events or event heroes or even the industry? What do you see happening out there? Well, I see um, oh, innovative events. We're we're just we're plugging away. We're doing all the events. We're loving what we're doing. Um, it's just it's more fun than it's ever been right now. Peggy and I are just having a blast. Um, we've got really great people around us, um, new planners coming in that work with us and um, labor. We're just. It's just a lot of fun right now. Um, Event Heroes is kind of my retirement business. I'm hoping uh, to really get that going and really help uh, everybody. I, one of the gals that sits with me is an event hero. And just watch her business grow is so exciting. I can't, you know, it's just so much fun. It gives me so much energy to watch her business sure. grow. And um, so I, I look forward to helping others do that as well. And then as far as the industry, it's changing every single day. The technology is taking over. Virtual reality is happening. And um, there's so many exciting things in the industry right now. I just it, it's you never know where it's going to go. It's just it's just advancing so fast. And budgets are ever changing. Budgets are ever changing. <laughs> sometimes they're up and sometimes they're down. <laughs> so a lot of business owners struggle um, on social media between mm-hmm. are they their brand or are they their own person on social media? Talk to me a little bit about your social media of great um, emails that come out. How do you balance kind of Tracy Fuller, separate from innovative events, or are, is there a gray line in between them? Well, you know what? There's, um, I tend to do most of my social media under my business and keep my social or my personal life offline. Um, I don't know if that's correct. I don't know if that's the way to do it. Uh, you got to let people know you a little bit. Um, but, and, and that's the struggle. The struggle is knowing how to balance that. We've, um, I actually have hired people to do my social media because frankly, I don't have the time and I don't have the energy or the know-how. So it's always good to have good people that are there to help you out. Uh, I have some interns that work on my social media. They do a great job. You know, they're under 30 and they know how to do it. <laughs> they understand the ever-changingness of yeah. social media. Yeah. So, um, so we do a lot of that. Uh, I have a company that I've hired to help me with my newsletters and, and my, um, automatic autopilot stuff. <laughs> so there's just a lot to it. Talk to me a little bit about reputation because you have such a solid reputation just in Des Moines, in the business. Just everybody knows Tracy Fuller (laughs) has a solid reputation when you hear your name or you hear innovative events. Oh, thank you. How have you maintained that for 32 years? Well, I think it's how we treat people. I think it's um, how we treat our clients. I think we it's how we treat the the venues. Um, I, I was just thinking about this because right before I came on the air, I was cleaning up a cleaning up an event and it was uh you know my philosophy is leave the place in as good a condition as you found it or better and that means cleaning up after yourself it means picking up the stuff off the off the floor even if it's not your job or you think somebody else is going to come do it it's making sure that you do that um 
just giving 110%. I like to say at an event, I leave it all on the floor, just like a basketball player. <sighs> you know, they go out there and they play their hearts out. You should do the same with your business. Um, maybe that because that's because we love what we do, um, that we feel we can do that. But that's, I think that's probably one of the reasons. And you have such a great follow-up. Talk to us about how you follow up with your clients afterwards, because that usually creates the next sale. Well, hopefully my clients become my friends. And so it makes it really easy to follow up with them because you want to check in on your friends and and take care of them and make sure that uh, everything went okay. And and did we make them the hero of the event? That's actually our goal. Is um, I always say that if you if you don't know we're there, we've been successful. Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> and um, hopefully the CEO or the attendees come to my clients and say, "Oh my gosh, that was such a great event." Well, then I'm assured the job the next year because I just made them look like the hero, and that's really what we want to do. That is great. Okay, last piece. Okay. You, you've been an amazing mentor to me for years. And many women like myself look up to you and your ability to be there for your family. Yet you run a very long standing, tremendous business. How have you done it? Oh, well, How do thank you, balance? you. I get the word balance. <laughs> I know there's no balance. But talk to me a little bit about how you've been able to have it all. Oh, well, you know that I look up to you too, because you've done an amazing job. And it's so much fun to watch, watch those around you grow. And uh, so I want to say that you have good examples. <laughs> Thanks. Um, you know, I, I just have really good people around me, which really keep me balanced. And my parents have been huge in my success of my business. Um, and I think everybody has the opportunity to have a tribe that'll lift them up and help them with those things. As far as balance, you know, sometimes I'm totally off balance. Sometimes I work way too much when I should have probably been, been, um, been a little bit more on the family side. And sometimes I'm way too much over on the family side. But hopefully in the end, in the very end, it all balances out. I have great kids too. They've been, they've been so much help in the business. They've both been employed by me at one point or another. And, um, so yeah, I've just had really, I've been really so fortunate to have great people around me. And how does Tracy take a time out to take care of herself? What do you enjoy doing? <laughs> well, I enjoy painting. Um, when I get the chance, I like to spend the weekend starting on a Friday night and going clear into Sunday. Um, I forget to eat. Um, I like my glass of wine right next to my paint and my uh, canvas. And I just like to lose myself a little bit in the colors and the canvas and the paints. That's great. Tracy yeah. Fuller, thank you so much for being on Startup Stories. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to the Startup Stories DSM podcast. Inspired by these startup stories, visit dsmpartnership.com slash business resources to find upcoming events, videos, and other free resources dedicated to helping startups and entrepreneurs accelerate success in DSM USA. That's dsmpartnership.com slash business resources. Thanks for listening.